0: I'm thinking about letting my nose hair grow out? Just, just the nose hair. Yeah, just the nose hair. Then I'm gonna trim everything else. I know I look really hairy, but you know, believe it or not, from neck down,
1: completely shaved. You're smooth like a baby's ass. <laughs> <laughs> you shave your pubes a lot? No, not at all. Really? No. Oh. I do grab fistful of them and rip them out occasionally, <laughs> just to make me feel alive. <laughs> looks like whenever I get a blowjob, it's like someone headbutting a buffalo.
2: (laughs) Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It's the -the Bulldogash Syndicate and now here's your hosts chip and james
0: I'm not Chip. I'm not James. We're back again. We've been back for like 30 minutes now. (laughs) But you're probably not going to hear all of it.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I just fucking went to Wendy's on the way in here. Mm -hmm. And I figured, oh, this is, I haven't done Wendy's in a long time. So I went to Wendy's and I I ordered a, this is the thing. I stopped drinking soda. So like I've been drinking sweet tea, you know? When I, whenever I go out anywhere, I, I order sweet tea, and it's kind of hit or miss whether it's worth a shit or not. Yeah. It's either too sugary or too fucking watery. Right. So, I fucking said to the girl, she hands me my drink, and I said to her, I said, that's sweet tea, right? And she goes, yes, it is. Just like that. So, she hands me that, and then fucking get my food, and I take off. I go to take a drink of my sweet tea. Not fucking sweet tea. <laughs> right? So, I yeah, I had to whip around the building. I cut in front of one dude. And pulled up to the fucking window and I said, hey, I just fucking asked you if this was sweet tea. It's not sweet tea. She goes, oh, okay. Well, let me get you some sweet tea. And I fucking – then I have to make a point of drinking it in front of her going like, <laughs> okay, this is sweet tea. <laughs> this it, is but, acceptable. But it was bad sweet tea. It was yeah. like you know watery fucking horseshit. Yep. So, I don't – there's got to be another – like a third option of things, something that I can drink. Uh, water's always a good one. I don't ah. know if you've heard of it. It's pretty good no it's just <laughs> no 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 that's not enough dude even no. water's got like it is hit or miss like if you get yeah. a, a certain kind of water it tastes it, like shit you can
0: tell if you get filtered water or if they give you water out of the sink yeah for sure yeah. Uh mcdonald's yeah. water ice water it always fucking sucks it always tastes the same
1: i don't get it i'm just gonna start carrying my own shit not fucking eating out anywhere why don't you just drink like sprite zero or something uh, because I'm t- really trying to stay away from soda. Well, it's I, clear. I, I had to go, they, at the, uh, the fucking quarry, they didn't have any water in the machine for like two fucking solid weeks. They just wouldn't put any water in the fucking soda machines. Yeah. So I finally said, well, I'll just grab a fucking Sprite. And I st- popped it. I took a fucking sip and I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of sugar. And I looked at it and it's like 230 fucking calories yeah. for a, f- so fucked that. I can, uh. I like Sprite Zero. It's all right. I can do that. I can do, um, what's it called? Chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's good and healthy.
1: Yeah. I like to rub it all over So myself. what kind of
0: food did you get to eat since you were talking about how unhealthy soft drinks are? What the fuck did you get to eat? Oh, it a hamburger. But I haven't
1: eaten anything yet today. So oh, I just I got you. something on the way over here because I know that I'm going to drink a lot of beer. A lot. A lot. We're drinking the whole thing. Yes, we're drinking all the beers. Sweet.
0: You know what my favorite thing to eat when I'm drunk is? Pizza? Sushi. Really?
1: Yes. You know who's got a good sushi bar in town as a uh, Forbidden City? Yep. That's what they
0: were saying when we picked up the sushi.
1: What? They were saying you should go to Forbidden City? Yeah.
0: And I was like, I'm at Forbidden City. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> They're like, you should come here more. Oh, where, is that where you got it from? No. Oh. no. I got it from a uh, gas station. Oh, that's always good. Gas station sushi is <laughs> I got it from Kroger. <laughs> Kroger sushi. sushi. It's all right. It's not bad. Kroger sushi? hmm
1: Well, this has been a really boring conversation. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we fucking throw all this shit in the river? <laughs> <laughs> not a goddamn thing. I forgot we were doing a show until you mentioned it. <laughs> I'm feeling, I've I've been trying to rent an apartment and keep getting turned down. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a little bit bad bad about myself. Oh, yeah?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because they're looking at you and they're going, nah.
1: (laughs) On paper, I'm great. Yeah.
0: But in person, it's like there's cockroaches on you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) They, They know. They know about this yeah. fucking podcast. They're like, it. we know who you are. You're that guy. <laughs> it could be the orange vest that is absolutely covered with balderdash stickers. <laughs> <laughs> I wear everywhere. That leather the leather jacket mm, fucking Mickey, with the patches all over it. Fucking Mickey Mouse ears and fucking balderdash stickers <laughs> all over me.
0: Nobody's ever going to want to do business with either of us. <laughs> They're like, you're just going to talk about us, aren't you? And mm. I'm like, nah. <laughs> They're going to say, we'll sign this non disclosure agreement. I'll be like, you know, that's not going to stop us, right? <laughs> well, we'll sue. I'm like, good good, good luck. luck. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. You, take your, you take want my laptop with all the evidence?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So I have a very special on this day. Oh, do you? Uh
0: huh. Now I'm intrigued.
2: Welcome to the Mother Podcast. Now
0: it's time for On This Day with Chip and Jane. Pay attention, you may learn some.
1: Okay, here we go. So, on this day, March 2nd, 1904, that's your birthday. Yeah, Ted Geisel was born and raised in Springfield, Massachusetts. His father managed a family brewery. And was later appointed to supervise Springfield's public park system after the brewery closed because of prohibition. Geisel attended Dartmouth Dartmouth College. Dartmouth? Dartmouth College. Dartmouth. Is that because you know that because of the office? The dude from the office? I don't like the office. office. Okay, fuck. Never liked it. I know. You're just a grumpy old fucker. Yeah. Uh, he attended Dartmouth College, graduating in 1925. At Dartmouth, he joined the humor magazine Dartmouth jack lantern eventually rising to the rank of editor-in-chief. While at Dartmouth, he was caught drinking gin with nine of his friends in his room. At the time, the possession and consumption of alcohol was illegal under prohibition laws, and as a result, the dean insisted that Geisel resign from all extracurricular activities, including the jack lantern Oh. To continue working on the magazine without the administration's knowledge, Geisel began signing his work with the pen name Seuss. Oh.
0: I know this guy. (laughs) Big fan of his work. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I like to get as drunk as possible and then stand on the front porch and read his books at the top of my lungs. Yeah. Upon graduating from Dartmouth, he entered Lincoln College, Oxford, uh, intending to earn a doctorate in English literature. You wouldn't know it. No. no. (laughs) Geisel left Oxford without earning a degree and returned to the United States in February of 1927, where he immediately began submitting writings and drawings to magazines, book publishers, and advertising agencies. Early in 1928, one of Geisel's cartoons for Judge mentioned flit. And flit is a common bug spray at the time manufactured by Standard Oil of New Jersey. Flit contained large amounts of DDT, which is now illegal because it birds would eat the bugs mm-hmm. and then their shells would not get hard. And it was destroying entire populations of bugs or birds. Gotcha. Geisel's first flit ad appeared on May 31st, 1928, and the campaign continued sporadically until 1941. The money that Geisel earned from his advertising work and magazine sub- submissions made him wealthier than even his most successful Dartmouth classmates. As World War II began, Geisel turned to political cartoons, drawing over 400 in two years as editorial cartoonist for the left-leaning New York City daily paper PM. Geisel's political cartoons were later published in Dr. Seuss Goes to War. They denounced Hitler and Mussolini and were highly critical of non-interventionalists uh, or isolationists. Most notably was Charles Lindbergh who opposed the US entry into war. When World War II first started, it was, I think, Spain, France, England, right? And we weren't going to be involved. We were trying to stay out of it. Nah. And old Dr. Seuss was like, fuck that. And he was drawing cartoons that were, like, calling all these people pussies for not fucking right. joining and things like that.
2: Yeah.
1: As he should have. One cartoon depicted Japanese-Americans being handed TNT after a, quote, call from home. <laughs> while other cartoons deplored uh, de- deplored the racism at home against Jews and blacks that harmed the war effort. Uh, the Japanese cartoon suggested that Japanese-Americans were loyal to Japan And that particular cartoon was released just five days before America started putting Japanese-Americans into internment camps. Wow. Uh, In 1942, Geisel turned his energies to direct support of the U.S. war effort. First, he worked drawing posters for the Treasury Department and the War Production Board. Then in 1943, he joined the Army as a captain and was commander of the Animation Department of the First Motion Picture Unit, of the United States Army Air Forces, where he wrote films that included Your Job in Germany, Germany, a 1945 propaganda film about peace in Europe after World War II, Our Job in Japan, and the Private Snafu series. It's an adult army training films. While in the army, he was awarded the Legion of Merit. Other members of his unit included Xavier Anticio, He was an animator and imagineer for Walt Disney Company. He's perhaps best known for writing the scripts and lyrics of the Disney Park theme attractions, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Clark Gable, uh, an American film actor often referred to as the King of Hollywood. These are all people that were in that particular propaganda fucking filmmaking animation Duh. making clinton moore was an american actor best known for his role as the fictional western character the lone ranger deforest kelly an american actor screenwriter poet and singer best known for his roles in westerns and as dr leonard bones mccoy of the uss enterprise on the television series star trek ronald reagan was the 40th president of the united states was also there George Reeves, an American actor best known for his role as Superman in the 1952 to 1958 television program The Adventures of Superman. And my personal fucking favorite, Victor Sang Young was an American character actor best known for playing Jimmy Chan in the Charlie Chan films and Hop Singh in the Western series Bonanza. How he got in that fucking unit, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, Definitely the token member there. After that... Dr. Seuss went on to some mild fame as a child, a children's book writer, but he never really cared for it. It turns out that Dr. Seuss hated children. Writing all of his children's books in ridiculous rhyme using nonsensical words was a long con designed to make a whole generation of children semi-retarded. <laughs> okay. I feel like I've been cheated.
0: Those were my favorite books.
2: Nazi Party may be gone, but Nazi thinking, Nazi training, and Nazi trickery remain. Guard particularly against this group. These are the most dangerous. German youth. Children, when the Nazi Party came into power, they know no other system than the one that poisoned their minds. They are soaked in it. Trained to win by cheating, trained to pick on the weak. They've heard no free speech, read no free press. They were brought up on straight propaganda, products of the worst educational crime in the entire history of the world. Practically everything you believe in, they have been trained to hate and destroy. They believe they were born to be masters, that we are inferiors designed to be their slaves. They may deny it now, but they believe it, and will try to prove it again. That is your job in Germany.
0: You hated children that has been my favorite on this day is <laughs> yes that is the best one it, anytime you fucking can hear marching Nazis you're yes. just all in yes
2: yeah.
0: if you'll email me that <laughs> I'll make that my ringtone <laughs> and whenever someone rings my doorbell at home
1: <laughs> dude that's a that's pretty that's pretty awesome <clears throat> that, that's an excerpt from the film that he helped produce yeah and, and write and everything and it goes on for, it's a long film, mm-hmm. but it's basically, we're, you, the war's over, but don't trust any Germans while you're there watching watching them. <laughs> don't become their friends. Don't get involved yeah. with them. No matter how much they tell you they were sorry, don't believe them yeah. because they're fucking evil bastards. Yeah. Especially the children. <laughs> Especially the children. I like that a lot. I, yeah. Okay. So many <laughs>
0: ideas right now. <laughs> uh my mind is just
1: racing with thoughts. We're not very enthusiastic today. Huh? We're not very enthusiastic today. I don't know why. I don't know.
0: I don't either. After <laughs> I listened to the show last night, I was like, man, tomorrow's episode is going to be really good, too. Yeah. yeah. I've been looking forward to it all day today, but I just don't have...
1: <sighs> Any energy?
0: No. Maybe it's because I didn't drink beforehand. You know what? Last episode, I drank the whole time.
1: That's what we should do. That's it, yeah.
0: Just go straight to drinking. Go, go, Yeah. Yeah. Just drink. Bye, guys.
1: It's beer
2: time with Chip and James. One is a jerk and the other's insane. It's beer time with Chip and James. Which one would pull dare to dig out? Beer time.
1: Oh, look. It's a little thing that shows you how to tie a knot on the side. Oh, yeah? Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. So I can hang myself. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself as soon as the show is over. <laughs> I don't know why I can't just fucking, like, wake up and... Just fucking, just be... on. A, you I'm going to drink, like, five of these motherfuckers, and I'll be ready to go. We'll start the show in about fucking three beers. All right. That's probably <laughs> me. Let's
0: get some life into this podcast.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Okay. Wouldn't want to lose our only two listeners.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That could be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they ever stop fucking, those two dudes ever stop listening to us, we might not do this anymore. <laughs> Think about all the financial loss. Yeah. And mental anguish. Mental anguish for sure. Well, this is a nice, There's a nice smell to it. I can smell, what stone fruit do you suppose this is? Uh, it does smell. I'm not sure. It smells great though. Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, I can smell the citrus, but the stone fruit, you can smell. Mm-hmm. What did the fuck... What the kind of... What... <clears throat> I don't know. I'm
0: going to open my beer now, though. Okay.
1: What is the fucking... Oh, man. It's a 5.5. 5. Oh, this is going to be good. It smells really good, doesn't it? What's the stone fruit? Guess the stone fruit, everybody. I don't
0: know, but it kind of <laughs> smells like
1: weed, though. Stone fruit. It really
0: does. It smells like super glue from five-leaf wellness. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. It's like you're snorkeling in it.
0: Still pouring like an animal. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That is very similar to um, to Terrapin Beer Company's Hopsecutioner IPA. That is delicious. I love it. This is what I like to take to the drag strip and drink
1: while I watch the races. So who who is the dude, the oh. porn star? <clears throat> Buck Angel? No. <clears throat> The the hedgehog. The fucking dude with the mustache and the mullet and the giant dick does the countdown. The old porn star. Ron Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Oh, you know he's in prison right now, yeah. right? No, no, he's not. Apparently, he works at Hutton & Smith because there's a fucking dude. The-
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just saw that picture,
1: too. Yeah. Fucking uh, Keel or Rob. Which one is it? Because <laughs> that dude is totally pulling off the young Ron Jeremy. I That's- like Ron
0: Jeremy. Free Ron Jeremy. 2021. Is that our slogan? Free Ron Jeremy 2021? Yeah. Can we say that? I don't know. He did some pretty bad stuff. <laughs> this <is> allegedly. Alleged- <laughs> <laughs> He's a great guy. It's, I not mean, tell- just- it's not
1: telling me who's who in here, but one of these dudes. People. Uh, it, it's either Keel or Ron over at Hutton and Smith. Yeah, it looks just like Ron Jeremy. You're fucking, your look is problematic for the women that work with you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but nobody stops to think about all the charity work that Ron Jeremy did. Yeah. All those fucking runaway teens that he helped. (laughs) (laughs) All of you want to talk about your rescue pets. This dude rescued, you know, 18-year-olds off the street. (laughs) He gave them. He employed them.
1: (laughs) He spent more time at the Greyhound Station in L.A. (laughs) than anybody. (laughs) Apparently... Well, I'm, and I mean, I, too. I'm overly curious why Ron Jeremy's working at Smith now. If you work in a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's drunk. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: It was bad, though. Like, the stuff he... And he looks fucking awful, too.
1: Oh, yeah. He looks really, really bad. Nobody's really looking at anything but his dick, though. So, I mean... No, I'm all about the face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Ron Jeremy's going to be fucking me,
0: I want him to look good. <laughs> God, he looks so fucking nasty. That,
1: that Come on, dude. That's not really Ron Jeremy. That's fucking... <laughs> he worked at Hutton Smith.
0: <laughs> he even looked fucking gross in the 70s. Yeah. And now it's just worse.
1: I want to see if they've got any fucking events that we can plug here.
0: He looks like he should be in a fucking scary movie.
1: Shit, I'm trying to see when this is... Uh, they've got nothing for us to plug. Go to Hutton Smith. Say hi to Ron Jeremy for us. <laughs> Go in... Hut and Smith and say, Hey Ron Jeremy, and uh maybe they'll give you one of these fucking Prusk Prusic Prusic Palea. <laughs> Did we even say what we were drinking? Yeah, no. <laughs> we just we're fucking so This is d- so bad today. Why? Out. I don't know. <sighs> the drugs aren't kicking in. I guess. It's a beautiful day out. I thought you said this Molly was fresh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can talk about a story that's been brought up a couple times. What? Unless you want to save it for a better episode. (laughs) What's that? What? The FBI thing. You
1: were wanted by the FBI. I wasn't wanted by the FBI, but they came looking. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So it was, I'm trying to remember what year it was. It was the same. I know it was the same year that they had the big earthquake out in San Francisco. It's back in the eighties, 87. Is that how, You're guessing, aren't you? Nope. <laughs> I think you're making shit up. <laughs> no, it couldn't have been 87. We were wandering around me and my buddy, Jamie, we both had like really, really long hair and we were playing in bands and we were kind of living on people's couches and he was working at Olive Garden in the kitchen, and I was working at TGI Fridays in the kitchen. 1989. The two restaurants would get together and have parties and shit. And we hooked up with this dude that looked like a young version of Steven Tyler, but he was short. A right. short Steven Tyler looking bastard. And he lived with a dude that was a. He told us that his parents were Satanists. And the only reason that they had him was to sacrifice him when he turned 18. So he ran away from home. So he was living with Steven Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So one night we're looking for shit to do. We're like Yahoo and beer at at a convenience stores and we're driving around in this dude's boat of a fucking car uh, siphoning gas out of people's cars to get to the next fucking spot. And He's like, hey, I know what we can do. I know these two Jehovah Witness girls and uh, we can go hang out with them because they're one, they're both spending the night at this Jehovah's Witness birthing center. So I said, OK, that sounds good. So we had to park down the bottom of this hill and then we had to walk up this fucking dirt road to the birthing center. It was like a whole fucking Jehovah's Witness compound. So we're in the Jehovah's Witness birthing center with these two girls and they've got, it's just, it's like a little one bedroom house is what it is. But the fucking, they had the couch pulled out into a bed. They were spending the night over each other's house. They're they're both like 19 in that age and my buddy is hanging out with Steven Tyler and they're fucking like seeing if they could get any of the fucking nitrous or whatever to fucking hook up. And I'm leaning against the front door because there was a guitar there. So I started fucking around with this acoustic and the doorknob is next to my head. And as I'm sitting there, the doorknob moves. I'm like, somebody tried to open the door and I, and the door was locked. So I said, Hey, somebody just tried to open the door and the girls freak out and the guys, start to go out the back door and then I hear commotion before I can even get up. I set the guitar down and I don't even get up uh, out of a seated position and I hear a bunch of shit going on the back door. So I climb underneath the pullout couch bed Mm -hmm. and then I hear them yelling at at Stephen Tyler and my buddy and then they get thrown out and I'm underneath this fucking couch bed and then the two girls sit on top of the bed and get berated for the next two hours about what would jehovah think right just fucking totally berating them and then say you guys have to get your shit and come up to the main house the berating ends they're left alone to gather their shit so i pop my head out and i say hey can i leave now and nobody knew i was there and it scared the absolute shit out of them so then i head down the hill through this cornfield down the top you know because i couldn't go down the dirt road i went down through this cornfield Get down and, and, and my friend and fucking Steven Tyler are waiting at the car down the bottom of the hill at the kingdom hall parked in the parking lot. (laughs) And these dudes are fucking circling them in golf carts, trying to run them off. And apparently had been fucking like berating them and, and Steven Tyler don't take no shit. So he's like, fuck you. And like, right. So long story short, I start seeing one of those girls and my friend starts seeing the other one. Mm -hmm. And. They didn't like the idea of us sleeping on people's couches. So they fucking started paying for us to be in a hotel room. So they would come over and we would fucking fuck around and they would buy us groceries and all that shit. You know, shit musicians tend to do back in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, um, so at one point, I'm like, we can't keep doing this shit. I said, I got to go back to Fort Lauderdale. This was in Tampa. My buddy's like, yeah, let's we, we got to get the fuck out of here. They decide they want to come with us. And they go buy this 1964 Ford Falcon club wagon van and we're all going to pile in and we're all going to take off and go to fucking (coughs) Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Why not? Because they don't want to be Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, apparently it was a bad thing. Their parents were fucking like kind of overbearing overbearing about the whole thing. That's the whole whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, late one night we fucking have loaded the van up and we hop in it and I say, well, you know. Let's just go across the state. We'll go in the north. We'll go to St. Augustine and we'll kind of play it by ear. So we go to St. Augustine. We're hanging out in St. Augustine uh, for like a day and a night. And then we drive up to Georgia because we're like, well, let's go see what my fucking grandfather's doing. He's up just outside of Waycross. We roll up to my grandfather's house and we fucking visit with my grandfather and we're heading back. And we stay at this campground in Waycross, Georgia. And my buddy is in the van sleeping with the girl. The one girl I'm in a tent sleeping with the other girl and it's early, early morning. And I hear like radio chatter Mm -hmm. and I roll out of the tent and I've got my backpack and I look up and my buddies rolled out of the van and we're looking at each other and we're like, well, let's take a fucking walk. And we just start walking towards the woods. So now we're in the woods looking back at these fucking police fucking FBI, all kinds of people converging on the van and the tent. Mm -hmm. Right. The girls are still asleep. Mm -hmm. They're like, checking IDs and shit. And we just kind of like, I'm, I'm standing there. He's standing there. We're like, well, we didn't do anything wrong. Let's just start fucking walking back. Apparently one of the girls had called, uh, their parents to say, Hey, look, we're just not coming back. Everything's fine. We're just not coming back. And the girl's father had apparently put in a false police report and said that they were minors. So they were, the FBI was looking for two long haired dudes that had fucking kidnapped a couple of minor girls and was, traveling in this black van so black vans were being stopped all over the state of florida (laughs) because they thought we were going south and we didn't yeah i'm sitting in the back of the police car they're taking us to waycross's police department Mm -hmm. puts me in first goes around lets my buddy in and then he starts walking around the front of the car to get back in the car and i said i'm a fucking cop Mm -hmm. right I see, because I'm not going to fucking jail. Cause I don't at this time I'm a young dude and I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm not fucking going to jail in Georgia. I fucking not happening. Yeah. Um, and he looks at me, he goes, What? Like, what are you saying? So the cop gets in the car, turns on the fucking radio and puts on like REM or some shit and is super cool. Mm-hmm. Like and he's like, oh, you guys don't worry about it. There's nothing going on here. We fucking check their IDs. They're both of age. We can. Only, we're only going to hold them for like 24 hours. Their parents are going to probably come try to get them to stay and all that shit. So that was that. The FBI got involved and all that. It wasn't a big deal. <laughs> the FBI got in a, got involved. It's not big. not a big, yeah. not a big, yeah. but but big deal. I, and I don't know that. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know that like there was ever a issue like the dude. I don't know the the dude. The dude. The father was kind of wealthy. They were all kind of fucking well off. Yeah. And I don't know that anybody ever got called out on fucking filing a pl- fake police report. But, you know, that was back in the day when you could get away with shit like that. With kidnapping minors. Yeah. <laughs> back when it was cool. Yeah, kidnapping <laughs> minors was cool. It's still pretty cool today. Except uh, now yeah. that now it's like fucking. Now you know, just buy them on Wayfair. And yeah. <laughs> back of a pizza joint. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? <laughs> This is so bad. It just keeps getting worse. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> we're gonna
0: have to cut that whole story out. At least just that in part. That story was good. I love hearing the story. I think that's the fifth time I've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good story every
1: time. Oh, the reason I know that it was the the earthquake thing is because we were on our way from Waycross. We were going to go to fucking San Francisco. And if we had hit San Francisco, we would have been hitting San Francisco the same time the fucking earthquake took out the whole town. <laughs> so it was a good good thing that the cops stopped us, really. All right. So Ron oh, oh, Jeremy works at oh, fucking yeah, Hutton okay. and Smith.
0: so let's go over this. We don't give a fuck about this show anymore. <laughs> Ron Jeremy works at Hutton & Smith. Yeah. And James came very close to being <laughs> on the sex offender registry list back in 1989.
1: Yeah. All right. not, not very close. I mean, I don't think it was a... There was no sex offender thing. I, did they even have a sex offender list? <laughs> I mean, it's never All come right. up in a job interview or anything. Okay.
0: <laughs> you uh, know, that's weird. I've never been asked that before. What? If I'm a sex offender.
1: <laughs> in a job I've interview? I've never been asked that by no, anybody. Nobody really cares.
0: I don't know if it's like a... If I should be happy or mad... That you that nobody's assumed you might yeah. be a sex offender, yeah.
1: Because
0: <laughs> either they're assuming that dude would never offend her a of sex, <laughs> <laughs> or they're looking at me and they're going, "Oh yeah, for sure." I ain't got to ask. Okay, so
1: when I lived, I first moved to uh, I moved to the Vero Beach, Florida, right years mm-hmm. ago. There's a television station that on a loop, like it's like a local fucking television station that they they do like. County commissions meetings and fucking like local advertising and shit like that, right? Stupid little fucking basic cable shit. Yeah, super basically. But they'll play on a loop in between when they ain't got anything else to play. They play on a loop of pictures of their sex offenders, their fucking address, what they've been charged with, date of birth, the whole thing, right? (sighs) Great. So I had it on television playing the loop because it also played like fucking like jazz music along with it. (laughs) So I'm, I I remember I was sitting there ironing a shirt, and I look over, and it, it would play in a loop. And I looked and I go, God, that dude looks familiar. So I'm now I'm watching and I'm waiting for the loop to come around again. Yeah. And it was fucking Mike Tyson had moved to town and was on the sex offender holy list in It's like holy, that's
0: fucking funny. Yeah. Dude, I want to move to Florida now. Yeah, right now. Much more of this shit, and we're gonna have to. <laughs> right.
1: I really do. I would love to be down there right now. Uh, you Honestly, like, you don't know how good you've got it up here. Well, I mean, there's areas of Florida that are probably similar to this, just flatter. Gross. <laughs> <Perhaps. know>. Yeah. <laughs> I left the state. I think I want to move to Brazil. Not
0: as flat. And there's a beach. Oh, there's a beach. Uh, yeah. Oh god, yeah, there's a beach. <laughs> there's a what there's the fuck a, do you mean there's there, a beach? There's a whole
1: sex offender beach. <laughs> oh, god just damn it. Just, Stop it. <laughs> These giant brown asses covered with cocaine. As <sighs> far as I can see, kid. <laughs>
0: All right. Yeah. I want to go to South America. I don't want to go to Florida. Can we just go to South America. I want to
1: go to uh, – I definitely want to go take a, at least a trip to Costa Rica because Costa Rica is supposed to be a lot of fun and, and f- pretty inexpensive. It's one of the more expensive of the South American countries because it's got so many American tourists and expats yeah. and shit that live there. Yeah. But it's still pretty cheap. Why don't we go to Peru? You wouldn't want to go to Peru. The Peru people are like the little short people, right? I mean I, I think
0: know. once you get south of the border, they're all pretty,
1: pretty No, nice. no, no, no. Pretty little. No, there's like the uh there's the the indigenous people who are short, low to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been right? to Peru, wouldn't I? And even in Mexico there's the short people Yeah. and then you've got these tall fucking people like i i i dated a girl that was mexican that was fucking tall and gorgeous and i think it's like the the spanish lineage is mm-hmm. the tall, it's tall. Yeah. yes i don't know my mom's been to peru i've never been yeah little little people a lot of llamas is that why why she's got a llama i That's think she just likes llamas yeah spitting machine there is a lot of llamas, though. Yeah. Let's go to Argentina. Argentina. Big
0: on stakes. Yep. Lots of Nazis. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to go to Argentina. That'd be fun. It'd <laughs> be fun. Hang out with your people. <laughs> really get to
0: know. really get in touch with my roots. <laughs> yeah. Don't say roots. Speaking of roots. Do not say roots. <laughs> Feeling better now. The beer's kicking in.
1: Yeah, that's all we needed. We can cut about like all of this show. Yeah, we got to gotta start cut a, a lot of this out. <sighs> all right. You want to do some facts? Nope. All right then.
2: <laughs> facts with James. Facts with James. Are you ready for facts with James? You will learn things you
0: would never think of, like the origins of a butt plug. Longest human
2: penis. Oh, facts with James. Facts with James. Are you ready for facts with James?
1: Gather around, boys and girls. Today, we're going to talk about Nazis. Sweet. <laughs> no. Let's hear it, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we did this one a while back, but I don't think it ever made a show that we released. <clears throat> and there is probably a reason that it was never released. Other than the sound quality. And we're about to find out what that is. Huh? What
0: is that? Is that a Mentos? Yeah. Can I have one of those? You can
1: have all of them. No, I just can. want You don't have any root beer barrels? No. I picked these up at the store and the lady says, Hey, I wonder if those would blow up if you put them in a beer. And I said... Go fuck yourself. I'll do it. <laughs> don't do it because we don't really know what might happen. Well, hang on. I'll tell you what'll happen. Put it in your mouth first. <laughs> it's going to go all over your fucking computer. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in your mouth and take your mouth mouthful and try to hold it in. Don't aim your face away from the microphone. Is it doing anything? Oh, you're fucking up. It's not doing anything. Oh, it's doing something. You know when they get going, it's all over, right? I know that's the exciting. You part. should definitely get that away from your computer. It'll be okay. It's going, yeah. It's, it's not- picking up.
0: It's picking up pace. And today's science experiment is brought to you by Mentos. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it tastes like. It smells like popcorn. Everything smells like popcorn.
1: <laughs> Doesn't taste any different. On this week's. Facts. I would like to introduce Miss Michelle Hines. Is that who I think it is, Mr. James? Uh, Michelle Hines grew up in the Midwest, a childhood member of Mensa. Hines received, uh, oh, she revered the Guinness Book of World Records and the Lives of Saints. She received a BFA from the Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, dropped out of the University of Notre Dame, and received an MFA from Cranbrook Academy of Art. She has exhibited her videos, stills, and photographs internationally. Hines has had her work featured in numerous periodicals, including John Waters and Bruce Hanley's book, Art, a Sex Book, and recently published Photolog book by Andrew Long, with a foreword by Momus... Or Nick Curry. So, for the for the last seven years, Hines has corresponded with her pen pal friend, George Kaminsky, a world record holder of the largest collection of four-leaf clovers, amassed while serving a 30-year prison sentence within the confines of the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. She's really into the Guinness Book of World Records. So, she's an artist. In air quotes. Yeah. And... She really likes the Guinness Book of World Records. Who doesn't? So back in February of 1995, Michelle made a magnificent art installation. I don't think she makes art to mock the Guinness Book of World Records so much as she does to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Having spent many hours of planning with the help of nutritionists from the University of Michigan Ann Arbor, Michelle subjected herself to a solid week of a super high-fiber diet consisting of a lot of Metamucil. And after inserting a massive butt plug...
0: Why would you have to insert a massive one? That's what I don't understand about the story. (laughs) She must have had a huge butthole. uh, Yeah, I would say she probably has a huge butthole. Because, I mean, like, my thumb, like it... Oh, you you know what? I think it was to make a massive butthole. That might be it to keep it from uh mm-hmm. to keep it from breaking, yeah, okay, gotcha,
1: uh at the Kingswood High School bowling Alley in the very forward thinking of Bloomfield Hills, Michigan, Michelle finally removed Satan's pacifier and began her masterpiece, <laughs> <a> Satan's pacifier,, <laughs> I like it. Mm. Michelle squatted and slowly crab-walked down a highly polished alley, the ideal surface, so her mahogany slide wouldn't break. That explains it. A short time later, everyone was stunned, excited, and probably at least one or two bystanders got a little horny. A single, uninterrupted, 26-foot-long Hershey Highway lay down the center of Lane 10. 26-foot-long.
0: Okay. Okay. I already have a question. Okay. So she got down and she crab walked down the lane to lay this monster down. Yeah. Did she start? Which direction did she go? I believe it was towards the pins. Towards the pins Mm -hmm. with her, the back of her her head facing the pins. There's pictures of her online. Michelle
1: Hines. Michelle Um, Hines. I got it. I'm on it. Michelle Hines, big
0: dookie. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna lie those fucking
1: mentos are awesome too yeah i like mentos i've never had them never wow <clears throat> oh. i like all the old norwegian co- commercials where the the girl is covered in shit and she's smiling because she has mentos am i is it the wrong commercial yeah it's wrong commercial no oh. i don't know that's a real commercial i think that might be porn up huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? All that you can see is, like, she's completely covered in shit and her big old smile. All right. Uh, That's a Mentos commercial? I thought that was (laughs) the Orbitz commercial. (laughs) Oh, it might be Orbitz.
0: yeah. (laughs) These images are no longer available.
1: Really? Mm, On this page. Oh. They're on here. (laughs) Everyone yelled, go blue, except for a young bully alley attendant that had to clean up before he could start league night. And that young Bully Alley attendant grew up to be our producer, Paul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we're have we getting first-hand accounts. Yeah. Well, all righty then.
1: <laughs> 26 foot long is a long That's curve.
0: fucking long. That's really long. I, I could never. No, I don't think you could. I don't know. Let's stop up some plumbing.
1: That had to cause a lot of pain. Nah. I can imagine that just sitting on a butt plug, sitting down with a butt plug in your ass, has got to be a problem. Really, not that bad. No. no. Okay.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Hell, I wouldn't fucking know. <clears throat> sure, you would. Uh, can I have another Mentos? <laughs> <laughs> You're sucking them down like they're candy. Pretty, only have one asshole. <laughs> oh, here we go. I found the pictures. Well, I found a picture. It's like a collage. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I like how she kept her modesty, and she doesn't, it doesn't show anything. It just shows her kind of going down the lane. These are really chewy. <laughs> are we doing candy
1: reviews now? <laughs> yeah. Mentos and beer. Okay. Would you like to do a news story or three? I want to do questions first. Oh, you do? Oh, I mm-hmm. forgot we had questions. Have you looked at this questions?
0: I just now glanced over them because Paul just put them in the folder. We need
1: Need uh, email music. It's email time. Yeah, there we go. Good enough. Yep. <laughs> you want me to do the first one? Yeah, do the first
0: one. Okay. So this email is from uh, slutty McButtsex
1: 6969 <laughs> I don't know if that's a guy or a girl.
0: Well, it translates to Jennifer from Houston, Texas.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's the next one. No? Oh. Oh, God. Mentos and beer not so good. mm <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> uh, Hey, guys. Love the show. I know you're both legal experts, so I have a question that I think you may be able to help me with. Can I legally go into a Walmart wearing armor made from old road signs? And yes, you can.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Have you yeah. seen what's in fucking Walmart?
0: Uh, you'll be like, dude, yeah. you, nobody's even going to look at you
1: yeah. like this. So, you know. Either that or they will make you your. They're king. Yeah, they're unless, gonna give you the key, the key to Walmart. Yeah, unless of course you are a girl. Then
0: yeah, uh, can I buy?
1: No, oh, it's another one.
0: Oh, part one and two. Oh, okay. All right,
1: yeah. I finish my. You go ahead and do the second one. Finish my mintos. Okay. Can part two is can I buy Kool Aid, a punch bowl, and rat poison together without being bothered by the police? Keep up the good work. You are really helping the community. Uh huh. Uh, no, she knows I, all that. I think you can probably get that stuff without even with the, without, well, there's no cashiers anymore at fucking anywhere. Yeah, you right? just go through self-checkout. You can buy anything you want
0: at self-checkout. Yeah, nothing's going to get flagged. Like, you, could, you can go in, buy little boy Spider-Man underwear, KY Jelly, lightsaber, fucking Chewbacca mask, rubber mallet, tarp, duct tape, rope. Yeah you know
1: oh I see you're gonna go and, and smack the lightsabers with your friends <laughs> your little, you're gonna go with your little friends and smack the lightsabers are you chippy yes sir because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's a man <laughs> uh, that earring ain't fooling nobody <laughs> <laughs> it's a d- dude fucking standing there watching all the registers and short shorts yeah that's a that's a that's a that's a hell of a tall you got lightsabers <laughs> and short shorts yeah <laughs> All right, and then the Maybe. next oh then okay, so the next question is, is Jennifer from Houston, Texas. The beer I've chugged my beer, and it has kicked in, yes, uh, I've been wondering this for my entire- for the entirety of my existence. Uh, is it okay for adult aged dorbs or midgets to fight kids like the stats are similar or similar in weight and height seems like a pretty fair fight to me. What the hell's the answer?
1: Is it, um, is it okay?
0: Yeah. I, it just depends. I mean, it it depends on the, um, oh, what the hell is it called when you're, uh, 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 it depends on the coordination. If the coordination is fairly the same, it should be a fair fight. Like my four-year-old and, you know, another, you know, like a uh, an LP, I call them, you know, LP for short. the Propane people? Yeah, LP, <laughs> <laughs> but you know my four-year-old and a you know little person, LP, whatever, right? Um, uh, she's pretty coordinated. She's a great fighter. She fights me every day. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, mm. yeah. You want to go? Fucking, let's go. We can set it up in my <laughs> wherever you. We ain't got to do it at my place. So I, you know, you got to worry about me calling the cops. We can fucking set it up in your front yard or whatever. <laughs> but you know, my three-year-old. That's. Yeah, she's not that coordinated, so you'd at least have to be like be an LP and an amputee of some sort for it to be fair.
1: I don't know, man. Like like there's some LPs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. What's a short? What do we call retard?s <laughs> I call,
0: Okay, all right. I got a story for that too, but I can't tell it on here. Okay, it's too personal.
1: It's too personal. It involves, too personal. M- involves my fucking cousin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it involves the grocery, the the Walmart greeter. <laughs> that's uh, fucked up you'll have to take that
1: out <laughs> I, like to get, I like to wave to the Walmart greeter you know how fucking I'd give them the old Forrest Gump where you stand all stiff and you wave your arm yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: okay
0: <sighs> and they get all excited <laughs> this is bad stop okay
1: read the next question did I ever tell the story about the fucking <laughs> the guy that we had oh, oh shit
0: the dude you caught jacking off in the bread thing.
1: <laughs> did I tell that story? <laughs> I'm
0: pretty sure you did. Okay. That might, the- that might no, uh-uh. Dude, you told that in the fucking uh, the hotel there in, a, in over in East Ridge. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have another day.
1: Oh, yeah, another day. another okay.
0: day. Let's just save that
1: one. Justin from Chattanooga, Tennessee. The house that my ex-wife was renting with her fiance and their kids, one of them being his son, uh, is now for sale. I'm currently on the market for a new house, and my son, he's seven, really wants me to buy it so he can live near his friends again. Would it be weird if I bought their old house? No, that wouldn't be weird. <clears throat> no. I don't think so. Unless you're buying it from them.
0: <clears throat> I don't think it's weird at all. No. I mean, if they want to make it weird, whatever. <clears throat> but, I mean, you're an adult. Grow up. Who gives a shit what anybody else thinks? Yeah, if you want to hang out with your seven-year-old's yeah. friends. <laughs> Fucking asshole.
1: I mean they're making it weird. If I wanna go see a fucking if I wanna go see a movie with a bunch of Boy Scouts, I'm not the weirdo. You're the weirdo. You're guy you're the one making it weird. Oh shit. Sorry,
0: Justin. Okay. No, you should you should definitely you should buy the house. It's all about your kids. Yeah. All about them little boys. Damn it. Look what you made me do. It's not my
1: fault. Porn star working at Hutton and Smith. That's enough. <laughs> fucking Ron
0: Jeremy makes a great brew. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know how we talked that day on the phone about making a chart on, like, you know, which beer does what? Yeah. <laughs> I know what category that one
1: would be in. Fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Makes me want to fucking drink a six-pack and try to suck my own dick. Oh my god, it's so bad. Okay. Canceled immediately. You got to do, do the next one. Uh
0: Daniel out of Smyrna, Georgia. Hey Dicks, your show makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Why don't people in Texas just move to a country with electricity? <laughs> I'm going to wait for your answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <my God.
1: coughs> uh, Daniel really okay. doesn't like us. No. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh yeah. I'm don't answer it. Don't even answer it. This, <laughs> all right. That's all for questions. <sighs> don't give him the satisfaction. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh, a great selection of questions, Paul. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you, Ron Jeremy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. should, he deserves a purple heart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a fucking big purple wad. Fucking knob God is purple. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. It's getting I'm hot in fucking here. Fucking dick big enough to club baby seals with. <laughs> it looks like a baby seal. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he uses it to mix the beer. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what that extra tang is.
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's uh, do this oh. and grab another beer.
2: There are, in the United States, hundreds of thousands of every walk of life, on the farms, in low-rent housing districts, in suburban homes and apartments, and in the better-class neighborhoods of any city or town. For their number is legion, and wherever people live, there also live the mentally retarded.
0: All right, so we're back. News Channel 9, this is CNN. (laughs) What is it? This is BSN. BSN. So the Balderdash Syndicate News Network. BSNNN. BSNNN. (sighs) And today, coming to you live from BSNNN. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Florida Authorities, Authorities. Say a 13-year-old Tennessee boy charged with stabbing his brother told investigators he would rather go to jail than spend eight hours in a car with his sibling. Deputies with the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office arrested the boy Saturday and charged him with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Investigators say he stabbed his 15-year-old brother in the arm three times with a pocket knife and he was being questioned about the incident. He said he understood his rights and that he didn't regret stabbing his brother who had been teasing him. Deputies say the boy told him, "I'd rather be in jail than eight hours in the car with him." They're driving back from Florida to fucking Tennessee. Apparently, oh, fucking a, <sighs> it'd be like that out there. It happens. I, I would have murdered my brother if I was given the chance. Like uh, fucking, not stabbed. no Oh no, I tried to stab my little sister. Oh my god, I would have murdered him. Not she named. Was quick, I could. I got. I just got the <laughs> chair she was sitting in previously. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have fucking murdered him. Yeah. No, he's awesome. I love him now. But then when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. They're fucking brutal. Kids are brutal. Yeah. Like I couldn't. Like I was so mad. Your daughter picks on me all the time. (laughs) Right. She's she's (laughs) fucking (laughs) bullying the shit out of me. Like, all right, you want to know what I did to my brother? Since I couldn't just fucking murder him, I'd get in the shower and get his bottle of Axe body wash that I wasn't allowed to use. And I'd take the lid off and I'd fucking piss in it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not playing. I can't wait for him to hear this show. <laughs> oh, no, he already you – know, I told him at, a like, Christmas dinner one time. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was like, Chip, you know how much I hated you when you were a kid? I said, you think you hated
1: me, dude? I fucking pissed in your soap <laughs> for, like, a week straight.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You know how when shit hits a certain age, it, they release government documents? Yeah. So this one was released recently, okay? This is a release from a government document that oh, was released. God. Okay, so Joe Simonton is a chicken farmer in Eagle River, Wisconsin. He asserts that he was visited by aliens on the 11th of April in 1961 at almost 11 a.m. Simonton, who was 60 years of age at the time of the incident, elaborates that he saw an object landing into his farm. Furthermore, he claims how his curiosity peaked when he heard the sound of knobby tires on wet pavement. He identified the metallic UFO-like object, claiming that it was like two reversed bowls with exhaust pipes on the edge of it. So far, so good, right? Yeah. According to Simonson, the UFO-like object didn't land fully on the ground. And when he opened the door that was attached to its side, he came into contact with three aliens that were almost five feet in height. They had a distinctive clothing style like black or navy blue turtleneck shirts, along with helmets. Mm -hmm. Simonton elaborated to the press that the aliens seemed to be of Italian descent and were about 25 to 30 years old. That's really specific. (laughs) One of the aliens provided Mr. Simonton with a metallic jar with two handles, implying, with the help of hand gestures, that they needed water for drinking, upon which Simonton went to his house and filled the jar. He elaborated how it was weighing a little bit more than aluminum, according to an Air Force report of the incident. Looking into the saucer, he saw a man cooking on some kind of flameless cooking appliance. The chef, with red-striped pants, gave Simonton four cookies that were about three inches in diameter with small holes. Air Force Technical Investigation Center research on one of the pancakes, in quotations, and found in them flour, sugar, and grease. Furthermore, the type of wheat used was unknown. The official final verdict on this incident is labeled as unexplained. That is fucking wild. I love it. I love alien stuff. So, a bunch of fucking Italians in a Fiat... (laughs) Were cooking in the back of their car and needed some water to make some pancakes. Yeah, and the fucking government got involved. <laughs> yeah, they were using hemp flour. <laughs> Holy shit, that's awesome. I believe him. Oh, I do too. He's got to be dead now. He'd be 120 if he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You want to go bomb school or <clears throat> swingers? I call swingers. I call bomb school. You go
0: swingers. When a swingers party was raided by police, the guests believed the uniformed officers were strippers who were the highlight of the show. 20 couples were discovered breaking COVID-19 restrictions at a secret sex party in the Argentine city
1: of Mar del Plata. We need to go to Argentina. 20 Mm -hmm. couples. That's 40 people. Fucking. All at the
0: same time. Yeah. Yeah. And they were excited when the police showed up. These people know how to party. (laughs) Uh, Which is, which you know the only reason this is a news story, because one of those police officers was a woman. She fucking ruined it for for everyone. Which is 236 miles south of the capital Buenos Aires. Uh, Police went to the party at a remote farm after a caller complained what the couples were using the farm for unusual reasons. When officers entered the building, they found the place decorated with... What the hell is that? Mm -hmm. Cat... Candelabras?
1: Candelabras. Candelabras. What is that? It's like uh, fucking big fucking candle stands with like... Okay. Purple lighting
0: and sex videos were playing. We realized that (laughs) that they thought we were part of the show and we were strippers, a police source told uh, the uh, local newspaper. A woman who was among the guests at the swingers party approached a police officer and told him, What lovely eyes you have, you turn me on. A judicial source said we knew what the theme of the party was because of a video which was playing, among other things. Most of the people did not know what happened when we arrived. One of them, when they realized that we were not strippers, told us, oh, we enjoyed the show. It was comic and absurd at the same time. All those present at the party, which happened last weekend, will face fines. Restrictions on the size of meetings in Argentina vary according to region, but in Buenos Aires province, which includes that place they were at, gatherings are limited. To up to 10 people. So that's only five couples. That's no fun. That's hardly a party. Yeah. I mean, at all. They must wear face mask and maintain a distance of two meters.
1: Face mask at a fucking swingers so, party
0: is not a thing to So do. face mask, everything's happening from the back, and your neck is
1: stretched up way back here. Yeah, you had to say six feet apart. <laughs> Ron Jeremy from and Smith. <laughs> your time move. to shine. Yeah. <laughs> At least 30 Taliban militants who gathered inside a mosque to learn how to make bombs and IEDs are dead after the bomb went off during the class. The death toll includes six foreign nationals who were, <clears throat> who were expert mine makers, but their bodies could not be identified because the blast was so strong. The blast happened Saturday in the village of <coughs> Qatar in Dewalt, Abad district in Balor in Afghanistan near, in near the country borders of Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan. Taliban fighters were gathered at the mosque to learn how to make deadly weapons. The explosion comes during an increase in deadly Taliban violence in Afghanistan, including Taliban IED that was responsible for killing two children. Now, here's the fucking, here's what they say. The Taliban says it will continue its violence until the United States troops are fully withdrawn from their country. I say we just let them keep trying to make fucking bombs until they kill themselves. They're going to weed themselves out. Yeah. We're going to keep this up. We're going to keep like, blowing ourselves yeah, up. I love how, <laughs> yeah,
0: we're going to keep blowing up our own country until you're all gone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the plan. That's why we're still there. Y'all. We're going to blow yourselves up, and then we're going to open some new malls overseas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Want to do some more? No, I'm done. I'm done, too. I'm i done. got a fucking half-drunk fucking... Yep.
0: I can not even tell you what all I just read. <sighs> I just know aliens, pancakes. Alien, pancakes. Alien, pancakes. Alien pancakes.
1: is ruining the show